Hello, we're in the lesson of going above the arguments with the world to receive. We'll read chosen excerpts from the document. We're at excerpt 14. You can find the study materials on the study materials button. You can also click on send a question. Chosen relevant questions to the topic at hand will be asked during the lesson. Please, Rav. Yes, we will continue with these excerpts. Each and every excerpt opens another place in the soul and is ready to aim it, to guide it, to guide this place towards the crater. Please. Except 14. When one hears the words of Torah from his teacher, he immediately agrees with his teacher and resolves to observe the words of his teacher with his heart and soul. But afterward, when he comes out to the world, he sees, covets, and is infected by the multitude of desires roaming the world. Then, he and his mind, his heart, and his will are annulled before the majority, as long as he has no power to sentence the world to the side of merit, they subdue him. He mingles with their desires, and he is led like sheep to the slaughter. He has no choice. He is compelled to think, want, crave, and demand everything that the majority demands. And then he chooses their foreign thoughts and their loathsome lusts and desires, which are alien to the spirit of Torah. In that state, he has no strength to subdue the majority. Instead, there is only one counsel then, to cling to his teacher and to the books. This is called from the mouth of books and from the mouth of authors. Only by clinging to them can he change his mind and will for the better. However, witty arguments will not help him change his mind but only the remedy of dvekut, adhesion. For this is a wondrous cure, as the dvekut reforms him. Maybe again. When one hears the words of Torah from his teacher, he immediately agrees with his teacher and resolves to observe the words of his teacher with his heart and soul. But afterward, when he comes out to the world, he sees, covets, and is infected by the multitude of desires roaming the world. And then, he and his mind, his heart, and his will are annulled before the majority. And as long as he has no power to sentence the world to the side of merit, they subdue him. He mingles with their desires, and he is led like sheep to the slaughter. He has no choice. 
he is compelled to think, want, crave, and demand everything that the majority demands. And then he chooses their foreign thoughts and their loathsome lusts and desires, which are alien to the spirit of Torah. In that state, he has no strength to subdue the majority. Instead, there is only one counsel then, to cling to his teacher and to the books. This is called from the mouth of books and from the mouth of authors. Only by clinging to them can he change his mind and will for the better. However, witty arguments will not help him change his mind, but only the remedy of dvekut, adhesion. For this is a wondrous cure, as the dvekut reforms him. No questions? Okay, then we... Well, we do. PT3. Yes. Thank you, Rav. Good morning. So what actually is the Tvikut, the adhesion? How do we adhere to the teacher and the books? By constantly increasing the importance of the Rav and the wisdom itself and the goal and in all the possible ways that a person has he strengthens himself in only going towards that and this matter that you ultimately enter some like philosophizing in the matter of the important Yes, he certainly must also stand here against the opinion of the world, even though we don't really see that the world is resisting practically with us, but rather it's dragging us kind of the day, its daily actions where we too find ourselves concerned with existing in this world physically. But actually, that's not where our problem lies. Rather, the problem is much more internal. We are already in a state that is close to corrections. Therefore, we don't have ideological great disturbances. And only connect between us, strengthen the goal, and let's go. There's no more than that. Spain one. Buenos días, Rav. Buenos días, amigos. Good day, Rav. ¿Qué significa sentenciar al mundo a una balanza? friends. What does it mean to sentence the world to the scale of merit? In working with the world, we have several stages. The first stage, where I don't even look at the world, don't feel it. I am so enthusiastic from finding the spiritual path that the whole world is not even felt. 
It could be that it already, I already, it already starts bothering me, this world, and I start to feel that I also exist in this world, and I must do all kinds of actions, sustain myself and the family, and so on. And then I divide my life to the parts, uh, one part to this world, and another part to the next world, as we say. And it could be that it's to such an extent that sometimes the problems come to me such that I again sink in the problems of this world and engage in them and forget about spirituality. It could be for a certain period of time, and then I return to spirituality once more. And then it can already define how I define times for this and for that, or that I can't altogether. There are all kinds of states. We have to be cautious since although we are given all these thoughts, so that we will advance to spirituality, uh, but they can diverge us and draw us to the regular corporeality, to the folk existence, and we will once more return to our beastly life and remain that way. Ita 4. Ita 4. Buongiorno, Rav. Grazie. Abbiamo due domande. Possibile farle? Israel, we have two questions. First question. What are the foreign thoughts to, that are alien to the spirit of Torah? Anything that does not guide me directly towards the goal is called a foreign thought. And the truth is that there is no such thing as foreign thoughts because the Creator does it all. And He sends all the thoughts, all the cases that stand before me. Hence, in essence, there are no foreign thoughts. It's only assistance. But for the time being, where I don't yet scrutinize sufficiently and didn't strengthen myself, didn't connect myself to the society, with ropes so that I won't be able to fall from our ship that is sailing towards correction, then it could be that these thoughts can deviate me and take me out of the group from the ship and this way I will disconnect from our movement. Ken? Yes. Second question. You already answered it, actually. Thank you very much. Very well. The wrong one. Rav, what is the desire that is annulled before the multitude? Any desire of mine that I don't respect, but rather I adhere to the many upon this desire, which can be a little 
for the desires of the many or a little against or altogether against the many desires. If I replace the desire of the many upon my desire, it's called that I adhere to the desire of the many. For this, we need to each time scrutinize what our ten is, in what manner, in what form I feel it. What is that plate or that ship that I'm on? And I advance. And that's called the many for me. There's other many, which is altogether all of humanity outside of the group, what's happening. That's already something else. We need to be concerned with how I will be adhered to the group, where the whole group will begin to take on a unified form. Otherwise, I won't be able to attain the Creator because I don't attain the Creator in my personal manner, but rather under the condition that I'm connected to the group. To that extent, I discover that spirit which dwells in the group called the Creator. This is called, I dwell amongst my people. PT7. Rav, usually we discern in, between mind and heart. Here, Parasulam expands, he says, he, his mind, and his heart, and his desire. Can you explain this expansion? But eventually, this all takes place in mind and heart. There are two discernments in man, mind and heart. And One's reason, uh, desire, society, uh, inwards in a person, outside of a person, those are all the discernments that are already individual in nature of the perception of reality. Thank you. Okay, so let's continue. Excerpt 15. If a person overcomes the external reason, which is making just arguments, he gains that each time his faith grows to a higher degree than what he had prior to the coming of the evil inclination with its reasoning that it is not worthwhile to exit self-love because the reason of the evil inclination grows each time, one has no other choice if he wants to remain in a Kedusha, but to draw upon himself greater faith. That is, each time he becomes more needy of the Creator to help him be saved from his evil. This means that one should not pray to the four should not pray that the foreign thoughts will die, but that they will repent. This is done specifically by receiving help from above in the form of faith above reason. It follows that he is not asking the Creator that the thoughts will die, so he will not have it to overcome the thoughts 
but rather to settle for the faith he has in the Creator, that to the extent of the faith he has before the evil inclination came with its correct arguments, and which could not be answered without the help of the Creator, he receives the strength to go above reason. Meaning that all the disturbances that we receive eventually, their purpose is for us to come closer to the Creator, for us to need, necessitate connection with Him, and receive forces to deal against all our desires to receive. Let's read it again. Again, excerpt 15. If a person overcomes the external reason, which is making just arguments, he gains that each time his faith grows to a higher degree than what he had prior to the coming of the evil inclination with its reasoning, that it is not worthwhile to exit self-love. Because the reason of the evil inclination grows each time, one has no other choice if he wants to remain in Kedusha, but to draw upon himself greater faith. That is, each time he becomes more needy of the Creator to help him be saved from his evil. This means that, that one should not pray to the fo- that the foreign thoughts will die, but that they will repent. This is done specifically by receiving help from above in the form of faith above reason. It follows that he is not asking the Creator that the thoughts will, will die so he will not have to overcome the thoughts but rather to settle for the faith he has in the Creator, that to the extent and faith he has before the evil inclination came with its correct arguments, and which could not be answered without the help of the Creator, he receives the strength to go above reason. Kiev. Kiev. It's not so clear what he means by requesting that not that the thoughts will disappear, but that they will repent. Upon all the obstacles, a person wants to discover how he is even more connected to the Creator. That all that he sees, these disturbances, he doesn't want these disturbances to leave him. He's not sorry for receiving them. He wants and asks and does all kinds of efforts such that all these disturbances, these thoughts, desires, everything that is wandering in his head, he wants this to help him to feel even more, understand more, be more adhered to the Creator. That is, each and every disturbance is not a disturbance, but rather it is 
even more of, well, it's like in sports. It needs to intensify the forces so that you will be able to hold on to the Creator even more, to understand Him more in depth, to feel Him in other flavors. This is actually the reason that we receive all these disturbances. They're not disturbances. But because we are in the will to receive, they appear to us as disturbances, since we have to come to in order to bestow the faith above reason. But actually, this is great help, where the Creator is showing us where else we can come closer to Him with. If these thoughts that bother going faith above reason, they're... Of course, yes, they're inside of a person. So wherever there's the bad, you look at them differently and you see immediately that they are good. There is no bad here, but rather it's true guidance towards the good. The question here, when practically you got a thought here, right? It, it's like trying to push you off thinking about the friends. And here he's saying, I'm not asking it to go away. I'm requesting above it, even more with the Creator. How do we do that? You have to look at the whole life that way. Look at your whole life that you have. Try to make this whole life change to good, to good, where it all comes so that you will change yourself and come closer to the Creator. That all that you receive in life, you receive from Him. Okay. Ita <laughs> one. Why is it so hard to um, have enough the faith in the Creator and that we need the faith above reason to go uh, advance even more? It's not always difficult, and we don't receive here anything but assistance. We are raised in spirituality, not lowered in spirituality. We always receive help from the Creator by Him giving us another exercise, another obstacle, another degree upon which we need to rise in order to rise to the spiritual world. So let's understand what game we're participating with in him, with him. He's constantly doing drills to us. It's like he's schooling us, each time showing us what else we need to do. We need to change our thoughts somewhat, a little more, a little different, until we try to enter the flow, the path of thoughts and desires like the Creator and to somewhat understand Him a little. 
and then even more and more. Those exercises that he's doing to us, and we're only in exercises, we have nothing else in our life. It seems to us like it's the world that's confusing us. No. We are truly in exercises of adapting ourselves to the upper world, meaning to the states in which we will be connected with the Creator in a open manner, direct manner, face to face. Moscow one. Moscow one. Yes, when we raise uh, our obstacles uh, to good, am I bringing illumination to the entire system in this? Of course, also all of humanity, the whole system, you are doing, you're performing a change there too. You're causing a change for the good. Each and every one. Only in the assistance of prayer we can help the friends to remain in adhesion and hold adhesion with the Creator? Or we need more practical things with the friends? Both. Both this and that. In the connection with the friends, we have to also do practical actions. Yes? To the measure in which our connection enables us. Whether we live together in one city, in one place, learning together in one place, or not, or that it is through a virtual connection, but as much as possible. Where you yearn, it is clear to you that according to those conditions, these external conditions, you are in this yearning. You need to already try. six. How does a person tie himself with stronger ropes to the tent that no thought shall sway him off the path? This depends not only on a person, just like we learn in the Ervut article, but rather on the mutual form that we help one another, how we define certain systems, towards one another. Therefore, there is here several possibilities. But it was good to bind oneself to the others and understand that the connection with the Creator always only goes through the ten. It cannot be that a person is connected to the Creator without the ten. It's a mistake. And it can continue for a long time. 
question here what is the addition from day to day in order to strengthen ourselves more and more to the 10 to overcome our daily habits I don't have too many words here anything that you can do and that's how it should be with everyone one should help his friend and everyone comes and asks the creator to give them connection that's it and there is a way to shorten this path that you say that it takes a long time that it's all through the ten um, a way to shorten only through ten where you more and more connect yourself more and more in mutual bestowal in the ten this is how you can come closer to the creator the main thing is not to let anyone be indifferent in the ten protect one's honor and What's the difference between that the foreign thought dies or that it repents? No. Not clear. I didn't understand. And the friend is asking what's the difference like it's written in the excerpt get, get, get away from the microphone a little distance yourself a little that the foreign thoughts shall not die but that they shall repent yes so the question is so what's the difference between a thought that dies and a thought that repents. A dead thought is probably no longer in him. And he repents when upon that thought he can overcome to a more correct thought, a more purposeful one. That's how it is. Okay. Ask. A thought that repents is it still felt? It sustains and connects him with the group and with the creator. PT 31. When the obstacles come, there is pain for the will to receive. It hurts. Uh, he's in pain from the obstacles. Uh, how do we separate this pain from this that it, it's distances, distancing us from the friends and the, the creator, the teacher by beginning to feel that all these disturbances are not disturbances but rather help from above that the creator with his great mercy is giving a person this way the possibility to come closer from his ego specifically to the quality of bestowal, to equalize in connection. Asia. Thank you very much.
Thank you, Rav. Good morning to everyone. Yaakov uh, began with this. That he says there's obstacles. It hurts the ego, but there are obstacles that the the ego is drawn after. It doesn't hurt. We heard from you uh, that obstacles have degrees, right? Root one, two, three, four. So how can we, or if do we need to? arrange them, to sort them in our sensation. And what's the difference between the degrees of disturbance? The main difference in the degrees has to do with the intensity of the disturbance, where the more the degree is greater, meaning higher up, then the disturbance is more real. Turkey 4. Isn't the obstacles a connection with the Creator? disturbances are not connections with the creator disturbances are an indication of the disconnect from spirituality that upon this a person can skip over them and connect to spirituality therefore it's called the help against him but it's like an interchanging, um, you know, it, 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 the creator sends you something and you send back the reaction for it. Some sort of uh, interchanging Ken? dialogue between you and him. Yes. Yes, yes, of course. He gives you a problem, just like a teacher in school gives you a problem. And you answer. And by that, you come closer to the teacher to know exactly what he had in his mind. Thank you. Itawan. Itawan. Dear Rav, why in certain moments I feel great faith in the Creator? that it's unwinnable. And in other moments, the faith disappears entirely. How can I remain in faith uh, in a constant basis? You cannot remain in a non-stop way in faith, but rather we need to renew the faith each time through a stronger connection with the friends and through a more direct prayer to the Creator. Turkey 4. Turkey 4. Rav, what is the 10 and what is the complete form of the 10? The ten could be even two. The ten is a system that a person is against other people, where we all yearn for the goal. And now we just want to implement their nearing towards the goal. Therefore, it's enough, as it's written, the Smallest majority is two. So, Rob, what is the 
connection between the spiritual ten and the corporeal ten we have. What is the relation with ten Sfirot and Turkey four? You need to make the relations between you just like it is in a spiritual partuf where each performs a restriction upon himself and bestow towards others in order to be connected in such a way with one another. Because each of us has the root for five connections already from the purpose of uh, from the structure of Adam Rishon so from this structure of Adam Rishon we must observe it this structure needs to enter and appear in us between us yes but Rav I don't know if even these people around me exist I even cannot be sure if they exist. So, can I say that the thoughts I have and the desires I have actually intermingled or incorporated with them? And the thoughts and desires that I think belongs to me is actually my friends. And through them I connect. Can you say this way? You need to do what Kabbalists write to you. Right to you. Wherever you will reach, whatever you can, do. And later you will see, are you continuing here? Or are you thrown from here? That already you will see, you will see on the path. I didn't understand. Sorry. I asked about the thoughts and desires that I have inside me. Is it incorporated with friend desires? So the desire I think, is it my or of my friends? Or thought? Or argument? Whatever passes over you, passes over from within the ten that you need to establish from the next state. You're already receiving from the future states a illumination projection to the present state and it's for you as obstacles. If you work on it, you'll reach connection to the next state. And that's how it is that each time you will get closer to the next states. By what I will get closer? You said by rejections, but how to work exactly on the rejections for for the state I am in? By this, that I receive all the rejections, all the obstacles, whatever I have in the ten, and along with this, I want to be connected with them in one hug. So, I should That's make it. zero of myself. That's all I have to do. Make zero of myself. Not just a zero. You need to make of yourself 
everything possible in order to cause connection upon everything that's revealed. So even I have to use the rejected dead thoughts and revive them in order to bestow friends. Yes, nothing disappears, nothing is lost, there is nothing that is coming to harm. Everything comes in order to to help, to form the correct connection, a more advanced one, that it also has in it seemingly both negative and positive forces, but both of them operate in one direction to forming this correct network of connection between you, that the Creator can be, be revealed there. success. Thank you, my friend is asking, how can we be a strong pipeline in the integral system we are talking about, so we can always be aimed at our goal? If you'll connect with the intention to be a tube, and to direct the tube to the Creator, to the good that does good. And you also want to be in your edge of the tube, on your side of the tube, uh, to be as good that does good in the relations between you. Then, of course, the tube will open, and the Creator will will flow in this tube and fill you. Moscow 7. Moscow 7. Rav, no... We have one disturbance in the ten with one friend, which is long for a long time already. We don't know how to solve it in any way. It's bothering the friend to participate fully in the life of the ten and also in the le- morning lessons. How could it be that we don't know how to deal with this problem that the Creator placed before us, how to relate to it? What, how do we need to accept this, that it's like this, that this is the will of the Creator for it to be so? or not to agree with it? I don't know. Could be that this, the Creator is showing you such an obstacle that you need to disconnect from it, or the opposite, to overcome all those same obstacles, all those same disturbances that He brings the ten, or that you need to give him gratitude on this that he shows you each time that you need maybe also to change so that he can uh, change to, to change him. Don't know. Try to work everyone on him in order to explain to him in a nice, good manner what you would want from him and show him in books how it's written, how a person needs to relate to the Ten. And such that 
Tetkadmo. Such that he'll advance. You'll advance. Try. But try to work in such a manner as if that same person is in the group in order to advance the group. Then try now to take him and upon him, along with him, to make the effort to be corrected. Corrected. And to show him that you are going to be corrected specifically because you receive all the disturbances from him. And then we'll see what happens. Uh, Nonetheless, this is going to be a group action. You and this will try to turn to the Creator and that He will solve the things. It could be that all you lack here is the, uh, the plea to the Creator. And thus the Creator places for you this Adam in order that it will help you to reach the ultimate connection, the, the final connection. Try. Tel Aviv 3. Rav, why does the disturbance send me to a request and appeal to the Creator in a much more powerful way than the influence of the group? Why is it like that? Because an obstacle is something very important. It's very much felt. An obstacle is what we have before us. That It's not the degree that we need to rise above it. Usually it's either in connection between us or even in faith above reason. Yes. And so we need here to do something. Thus the obstacle is the only help by which we advance. The disturbance kind of completes what the ten can't do upon me? One is not related to the other. The obstacle brings us a height that we need upon it to rise. And the influence of the environment helps us rise to that same height. Well, he sees that he has to, instead of immersed in this uh, thing, he, he tries to rise above it. How does that leap take place? Prayer is a good thing, but it cannot be instead of connection in the group. If you are doing connection in the group, the effort to connect and what you reveal doesn't matter whether it's a positive or negative phenomena, and you turn to the Creator then it helps. It must be connection and prayer. cannot be prayer without connection. That's called prayer uh, in the public, a uh, public prayer. It's, the public is not just a, it's a collection of people who gather and they cry out and yell. Public means that they come as a, a measure, a quantity, which is ten, same thing like the ten, that they connect and then they request from within the ten something of the Creator. Yes, there is such a force in the structure, yes, of seemingly ten people that if they connect and request 
If they request, then it operates. It works. Moscow 1. Moscow 1. I'm sorry I turned on my microphone. Is the effort itself the result already? To put above the disturbance this place that's free of the ego. No, the effort doesn't say doesn't show anything. The effort needs to be arranged correctly, uh, ordered. Uh, it has to be in the group, in connection with the friends in subjugation before the friends, as Rabash writes, zero compared to one. And in such a manner, like this, then a person reaches the correct connection and can uh, activate his prayer to the Creator, and then he will succeed. If everyone does like this, then of course, such a ten will surely succeed. PT 31. Rav, earlier you said that you shouldn't leave anyone indifferent in the ten. How is it recommended to turn to a friend in the ten that is indifferent? You don't need to pay attention to him so much. You don't have to shake him up so much. You're not obligated to do such things. The opposite. Give the person to go through states that he is in. Rather, you need that you are next to him in the same ten, in the same connection. You need to make the effort to influence him as, as, much, as much as possible. Even that you don't think about him so much, but he will see you, he will feel you. Already it's called that you are including him in your ten, and he that even that he is seemingly disconnected and alone, he will feel your influence. So we shouldn't turn directly, but in general. I wouldn't turn to him directly. If it's not a dangerous state, right, where a person truly falls, then don't turn, don't turn to him directly. Rather, these are events, uh, cases that they pass over everyone, each and everyone. You need to allow him today to be in descent and bring this state of this descent to the ten, and we'll use it in the ten and and raise him, raise it. That's how it is. Just like in every ten, we rise, we descend, rise, descend. That's how the sefirot work. They are like the uh, parts of the motor. Rice has 10 cylinders, and then all these cylinders work like this. So we should actually relate in such a way. If I see a friend that is kind of indifferent, to relate to it as a means for the work. Yes, of course. But without the sense, you cannot. Uh, you know, like the wheel that we learned, how does it turn? There has to be some part of it that goes backwards. This dynamic is always like this in all of the existence. And that's how nature is built. That's our person too. And as much as we have good states, bad states, we cannot have one without the other. Rather, we just need to learn only 
how to use each and everything for motion forward. PT 35. Thank you very much, Rav. Rav, we learn on the way that we have to overcome all the states, means to adhere to the friends and to be connected to them all the time. But what happens if with the states that are between where you have all of a sudden necessities, you're at your workplace, and all of a sudden feel that you're really disconnected, even the thought sometimes to think about the friends you're not capable. So how do we overcome that state? Lack of the influence of the turn on you. That's what we need to say here. I guess that you're not tied enough to them or them to you. And thus you feel that you're in the air. So worry for it that there will be a more precise connection. Internet. Hello, Rav. It's written in Excerpt 15. He doesn't ask the Creator for the thoughts to die, so he won't have to overcome the thoughts, but rather settle for the faith that he has with the Creator. So the question is, why does a person need to settle for the faith that he has after all the disturbances are supposed to make him intensify the faith? No. We need to understand that all our obstacles come from our lack of connection, from the shattering that it's been revealed as lack of connection, and that we need to correct it in such a manner. I don't know what's there. Take what I said, and that's what needs to occur. Each and every state, what's revealed in our world, Somehow, but surely, that it's tied to a lack of connection between us compared to the system of Adam Rishon. Thus, to correct each and every state, it's possible only in overcoming two connection. Next. From Siberia, I heard that you said not to let myself remain indifferent and to keep my my honor. How did? Do that practically. To make the effort in each moment, even even by force, even that you write it before you in your journal, that you need to awaken the group to connection. A few times a day, you need to awaken them in connection. That's it. It's good that you'll even find some short excerpt and read to them. Do such things that you'll feel how much each one can work, awaken others. Yes. I think that answers the question from Moses from Santiago. He's asking, what does the work in the tent need to be so that the connection won't be lost during the day? Yes, we need to do this. It could be that we'll determine now some other short lesson over the course of the day in order that you'll have the ability to connect a bit more and renew a bit more. I heard that uh, they want to do this. I'm ready to participate.
Yes. Last question from Asia. How to go through the disturbances with the help of the intention before the action? I respect the obstacles more than every every other thing. Because if not for the obstacles, I would remain as uh, just a block of wood, as a beast, I don't know what. Obstacles, uh, they begin to awaken me, to return me, to jump me out of my life that I'm always falling asleep in. Depict to yourself that, yes, I'm falling asleep like this, like an old man, and I can be like this for hours, years. And the obstacles, they specifically are awakening me. So why should I not respect them? After I feel an obstacle, I have only one thing remaining to turn this obstacle around to such a correct form that it will be beneficial to me. Thus I look at the obstacle, it's not an obstacle. It's like someone is coming and awakening me that I've fallen asleep from my life as an old man or, or even a youth. Yes, they fall asleep, meaning they enter all sorts of, all sorts of such thoughts that take them out of life. So obstacles, they have even greater importance than corrections because they cause correction. That's what you mean always when you say about kissing the stick? Yes, also. Okay, that's it. What are we doing now? Maybe women? There's a question from West 2, PT6 and Latin 21. What is the meaning that the foreign thoughts will repent? They shall be corrected. And we, by them, will be able to reveal the Creator, the group, humanity, all its... Can you please detail the practical stages of the work to repent from foreign thoughts? When foreign thoughts come, we need to make the effort to invert them to connection between us. There is no foreign thought, rather thought that uh, bothers connection. That's it. Doesn't matter in what form. It's uh, doing there, revolving there. Rather, because it bothers connection. Moscow 8, if the revelation of evil is so important for advancement, then why is there a difference between in haste and in due time? Beethoven, Krishna. Uh, hastening it in due time. In due time is... It doesn't really advance me. The hastening does advance me. And thus, we need to 
Vence to make the effort to be in hastening. But how is the the revelation of evil influencing this? Evil helps me. As much as I feel bad, I'm more awakened to correction. Imagine I have some uh, a scratch on my leg, and I don't pay attention to it, some wound. Uh, but when it begins to hurt. Then I go to the doctor, right? Well, when do we need to give thanks to the bad when it's revealed as bad? Because uh, if it's hidden and we have till the end of correction many such wounds in us, that in the meantime we cannot take care of them because we don't feel a need in it. So it's no good. Thus a person needs to bless on the bad just like the good. Because if the evil is revealed now, then surely it was before. Just now it was revealed. And this obligates me to take care of it. And then a person uh, gives thanks to the Creator on uh, this evil that's been revealed, just like the good that's been revealed. Because by this that I reveal now, this uh, evil, I can reach good. You say shalosh. USA 3, how to ask for the Creator to give us the force to rise above reason through the group? How to request? In this that we learn how to correctly work with the uh, bad force, then we turn to the Creator in this and show Him how much He can open up for us more and more opportunities uh, to reveal to us additional steps to the end of correction. We just need to know that all the bad things are in us, in each and every one. It's not that they come from the outside. They're, in, they're all in each and every one. Each, one. each and every one of us is full and full and full of bad things, thoughts, desires, all sorts of, God forbid, uh, illnesses, each and everything that exists in man. And on the way, it can only develop whether or to the bad side or the good side. That's already our choice. But it needs to, this needs to pass over everyone. And there's no, no choice. You can't escape it. Thus, make the effort to be drawn as much as possible to connection. Because that's the the medicine, the antibiotics, let's say, the wonder drug, the best one that's general and unsuccessful for all the illnesses, all the, fl- the flaws that will be revealed, all the obstacles that will be revealed. If we're proceeding uh, this with our connection, that's called preceding the blow with medicine. There's such a term, to precede the medicine to the blow. If we increase the connection between us, there will be more and more advanced, more and more and more, Then, as much as we, if such, will live in advance, we will enter from, uh, we will enter the good, the good state, the good state, the good state. Thus, to think only about connection. Woman Next. Woman Hebrew. It is written that a person needs to 
extend upon himself each time greater faith. How to be drawn to faith correctly? This is by the force of connection that we make an effort to determine between us, to establish between us, and in devotion between us and the Creator. That's how it needs to be. If I am with an open heart to the friends, and all of us together are with an open heart to the Creator, then in this we're promising ourselves a rapid development, a rapid ascent for everyone. What if I ask for faith but don't receive? That's not important. What I am making an effort that will come out of me, force of bestowal, force of love, that's enough. PT6, what does the Creator want to exercise in us through these drills? The Creator wants to train in us by these exercises the general force of bestowal from everyone to everyone that we will be able to reach the structure of Adam Arishon. In Adam Arishon, all his parts, all his uh, private parts, which are called uh, organs, they are all operating in harmony, one with another, one with another, one with another. Although we are all different, but they all operate only in one thing, to make an effort to help each and every one in what they need, so each part needs to be incorporated with the legs of all the parts and to supply them what they need. And this actually is his private life. He has nothing for himself, just to exist in order to supply them everything they need. And thus all the parts for all the other parts in this system called Adam Arishon. Moscow 8, about excerpt 14. What does it mean not to answer the questions of the evil inclination? Because to argue with it is to enter the calculations of this world. That we're all in arguments. You, you see what, uh, what's happening? From wars to gatherings, protests, problems, conflicts, uh, business, all these things. These things, these are things that have no end, no end, until we despair and then already don't know what to do. So the exit from all these things needs to be simple. The world now is advancing to the determination that truly in the form as it is developing and establishing itself, it has no future and nothing good for anyone. And even the rich, yes, and all the managers, 
they too they are lying to themselves that uh, they're feeling good they're also suffering rather there is only one path which is to feel ourselves that we are in mutual bestowal in nice uh, mutual attitude that each one is wearing for everyone and that in such a manner there will truly be good for everyone that good is inside inside each and every one and accordingly we'll feel that the entire world is a heaven Woman Hebrew. When Hebrew, according to Exodus 14, it's written, he has no choice and he must think and want to covet and demand what the many demand. Question, do we need to perform restriction upon the corporeal states or do we have to do it in parallel to the ten? cannot live without supplying the body what it needs and we don't need to descend to levels like animals or even worse because we are human beings and thus we need only to know what principles we need to fulfill in order to live in corporeality and spirituality together. So in corporeality, it's called uh, not to, too much, not too little. Meaning, I need the, I need everything that I need in order to exist. In order to exist. And then, from within this, I, from within this, I such relate to life, meaning that I have no goal, something to eat and something to drink, rather some form to uh, go have fun or something. Rather, I look at all these things as things that which are necessary for my corporeal existence, because otherwise my beast cannot function. But when it functions, from within it, I invest myself only for the spiritual connection for all of humanity and for the Creator. For a person to protect himself when he's in a period that corporeality is demanding investment on his behalf. He needs to nonetheless think about this, that these things are not true, that he will need each and every one of us to also do a calculation that it's all temporary, how much he has left to live in this world in corporeality and so on. And we need the main thing to supply himself the ability for spiritual progress. Because it's not worthwhile, it's just not worthwhile to invest in corporeality more than what's necessary. Because all these things are soon going to end. Truly, I see before me 
a few more years and that's it. But rather spirituality, it's eternality. It's worthwhile to invest there, even according to the egoistic calculation, not in order to bestow, yes, in order to receive. Yes. Mark 39, the understanding that the disturbances from the Creator leads to the knowledge, does this not diminish my faith? The understanding that the Creator, that everything comes from the Creator, does not not diminish the faith because I know it comes from the Creator? No, I simply connect with the Creator, both in these obstacles seemingly negative or positive, yes, and always I am in His force that it's drawing me by a few different ropes, different threads, and I need to accordingly give the correct response in order to develop in giving Him correct answers on His uh, questions, seemingly. And in thus I grow as Adam, as man, similar to the Creator. Latin 13. When my spirits are low and I feel that I'm not bringing good influence upon my ten, is it best to let the, my ten know about this or simply turn to the Creator to give me the forces? Turn to the Creator to give you forces to turn to the ten in a nice man. That's it for the time being. Thank you. Great. Okay. Oh, very good. If so, I guess we're going back to the second part of the lesson. Please. Let's just sing a song first. Sadi sadne mere sikha pyar ka matlab hai ekta ek hi ek hi main dikha ke ye khuda Sadi sadne mere sikha pyar ka matlab hai ekta ek hi ek hi main dikha ke ye khuda Together we go light awakens our soul the spark of the flashes ego is turning to ashes we discover his hands No lies on the path I promise I'll cover your back When we pray for our connection We can hear his call We are following one goal We are ready, we are ready to go When we step into the light About reason so high Together we can fly above the sky 
सब है मैंने सीखा प्यार का मतलब है एकता एक ही एक ही मैं दिखा के ये खुदा प्यार का मतलब है एकता एक ही एक ही मैं दिखा के ये खुदा